Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oscar IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Velas. Maxi Hughes joins me on Fight Week. Um, yeah, good to see you again, mate. How are we? Oh, good, mate. Yeah. How about you? It looked like you've come fresh from Millwall away. It like I just had a duel with you once. <laughs> mate, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Millwall don't want anything with me. Um, I, I was going to start by asking you about, and I know you're probably so bored of hearing this, Joe, the Cinderella story tag, but are we kind of at that stage now where this isn't the Cinderella story. It was perhaps when you beat Jono and then uh, Kolochnikov in Dubai. Yeah. But when you've won five or six on the bounce and you're a world-level fighter, it's not really a Cinderella story anymore, well, is it? Saying this, yeah, I'm looking to ditch that Cinderella name now. I'll, I enjoyed it while it lasted. And I'm, I think going forward, I'm just going to be the Yorkshire hero. You know, I'm Yorkshire through and through and just keep, you know, again... Like, like, like this Saturday, I'm the underdog again. I'm the champion, the home fighter, but the underdog. Um, you know, it's not often you see the champion fighting the challenger who is the favourite and ranked above him. Um, but yeah, that's me, the the York Maxi, the Yorkshire hero. Because we need it to stick now to get rid of the Cinderella yeah. man. I think you just need Diamante to announce you, is yeah. it? Because otherwise, I don't think I it's going to stick. Saying the Yorkshire hero. Hero. <laughs> um, this fight, kind of, from your perspective, can you kind of timeline in order how this came about? Obviously, there was the thing with you calling for Ryan Garcia, and I saw you say this on that thing that Matrim done. You kind of called for it, but never expected that someone with such a following would kind of even yeah. get the notification about something like that. Yeah, he yeah. did, um, but we've ended up here with a great fight between uh, you and Kid Galahad, but can you kind of, just from your side... Um, tell us the story of yeah how we ended here and all the stuff in between. Um, so it, over after my last fight, Eddie went on the rampage with Max Hughes' train, calling Garcia out, and he he'd, he'd seen he were he were watching he were he were taking note and they were you know and I suppose enjoying it. So he reached out about doing the potential fight for the 16th of July, which was his last one. Um, 
and then we put it in the hands of our team. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. Um, and then we was chased, you know, trying to get other fights, other fights. Um, and just just before, I, th I think um, terms were sort of, you know, that's sorry, not terms. The fight was, you know, scrapped, so to speak. That's when Barry threw his name in at, you know, totally out of blue, totally out of nowhere. Um, and I didn't really take it serious because, you know, um, you know, didn't didn't know what was going to come of it or out. But then, you know, uh, what happened then? Then it got slight, got mentioned again the fight, but again, not really gained any momentum. And we spoke about it a little bit more. Then the Gar Garcia came back in, just out, no, out, totally out of blue. Um, sent me a message saying, um, looking to come and fight in the UK in October. You up for it? Let me know ASAP, please, so we can get this get this deal done this time. Um, and again, I think if it was up to Ryan, we'd have probably done it. If it was down to me and Ryan, which obviously it's not because we're not promoters. Um, again, we put it in the hands of our team, and it, nothing, nothing really materialised. Um, did you reply ASAP to that message? Like, did you reply oh, fairly quickly? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as it popped up, yeah, he was still yeah, typing. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, we'd swapped a few messages, a few voice notes, and and that way we we're all on the same page that we we're going to instruct our teams. Um, spoke to Eddie straight after, and he's, he he was trying to jump on it, and then it sort of just went very quiet. Then um, I know, I know, Kid Galahad's uh, manager John Ingall, and I think Barry even himself has phoned Steffi. When's this fight going to happen? When's this fight going to happen between Maxi and his, and Steffi? Just like, I, I don't know, mate. You know, speak to Matchroom because I'm not getting nothing from Matchroom. Um, we're sort of in dark. But then Eddie had said, "He says I think there's a chance that we can get this Garcia fight." He says, "So if you can be patient with me, wait two weeks. Probably not earn up for two weeks, but we should know within two weeks if it's going to happen or not." Um, but again, it went quiet. And sort of at the end of that two weeks, got a message off Steffi and uh, voice note. I'm like, "Oh, this could be fight news." And he says, um, well, at first he says, I've got a surprise for you. I don't know whether to tell you or not. And I'm like, well, you fucking can't not tell me now. He says, you've got to tell me. I want to know. And uh, he said, well, uh, and then he forwarded the, the voice note from Eddie saying, I think we've got Jorge Linares. There was the issue with Lee Wood, Santa Cruz, the, the breakdown of talks and this, this bill uh, in Nottingham uh, being scrapped. And moving it to the same date, 24th, but at Sheffield Arena, me versus Linares to headline. Um, so, got the message of Eddie. Yep, it's all on, 100% confirmed. We'll, we'll announce in 48 hours, which was fight week of Joshua Yusek. So in that 48 hours, it were like, right, where's where's this announcement? And then like, oh, there's a bit of a delay on announcement. The announcement's coming. Thanks, love. Cheers. Um, the announcement's coming, don't worry. Then it went over the weekend, and then I was like, where's this announcement? Like, And then I'd spoke to Eddie, and he says, look, there's been a few stumbling blocks with all... Linares apparently had had a lot of managers or promoters like, looking after him. They'd all had their say and input after they'd heard it had been confirmed. So we're all like, what the, what the fuck's going off here? Is, is it happening or not? And Eddie says... No, Lee Wood is now back on with fighting Lara, so the bill's shifted back to here. He says, I'll give you an option, Maxi. You can fight Kid Galahad on the undercard of Lee Wood, or 
do you want to wait for later on in the year to reschedule Linares? I don't know when it'll be, but it'll be later on this year. Um, and I just says, no, I, I want to fight. Well, I've got momentum, you know, didn't, last boxed in March. So I want to get cracking. I want to fight. Um, I've been in gym since my last one. I had a little break and then strapped back in. So uh, I'm ready. Um, so that's, you know, and now we're here doing this interview. <laughs> so it's quite a lot that's gone on. Um, yeah, and yeah. when you think about it, obviously you said about Joshua Usyk fight week was when you were waiting for kind of the final, I know they said, was it 48 hours yeah. during Usyk Joshua fight week? Usyk Joshua fight week wasn't long ago. No. So realistically, this kind of has all come around very quickly, this fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, up until then, we thought we were fighting Linares in a top of the bill fight in Sheffield. Um, but yeah, it's crazy short short notice turn of events. Um, but you know, I'm ready. I, I wanted to fight sooner, so I went with a sooner option. I mean, it's a great fight, you and Kid Galahad. Um, let's talk about some of the things that have been said. Um, here's there. <laughs> I'm alright, mate. Um, yeah, a few things kind of have been said from his side, especially that he's operated at a higher level. Look, he's he was world champion. He's only had two defeats, and they were at the top level. Those defeats, um, but he's kind of very adamant that this is a fight where he's going to be able to show the levels. And if you look back over your careers, it's a fight that really you shouldn't have much of a look in. Is his yeah. perspective that that's on him? But that's that's him. I feel that's just him being really dismissive of my career. Um, you know, I, I heard him say that he doesn't know where I'm getting my confidence from. But exactly, how about look at my last six fights? All championship fights, all wins, a lot of them as the underdog. So maybe that's where I get a bit of confidence from. Um, you know, I didn't fight for a vacant belt either. I, I beat the challenger, Giovanni Stra uh, the champion, sorry, Giovanni Strafon, who... Nobody wanted to touch after what he'd done to James Tennyson. Nobody were queuing up to fight him, were they? I got slung in at deep end. Like Eddie were like, you want an opportunity, Maxi? Here you go, it's against this <laughs> this savage. It's this savage from Mexico who's an absolute monster. You know, and I was like, fine, let's have it. And, you know, I won every round. So um, I just feel, yeah, he's just been a bit dismissive of, of my career. But if that's his mindset and that's always a pro if that's what gets him to sleep at night, Fine. What do you make of him as a fighter? Obviously, uh, very tricky, very awkward as well. Um, and I don't know, stylistically, it could be a very technical fight between you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I think that's why it's maybe received a bit of stick as a main event now, which is no fault of our own. We was, was due to be an undercard fight, but, you know, I, I, I'm certainly grateful that the show's gone ahead and we're still getting the opportunity to fight and earn money because this is our job. Um, but yeah, I, I respect him as a fighter, what he's done. I can't knock what he's achieved. The IBF world champion, not a champion of four or five years ago. Um, not an over-the-hill champion. Champion in his last fight. Um, so, you know, in, in my preparation and preparing for this fight, he's, he's been given the respect that he deserves as champion. So, you know, we've pre prepared for the very best version of him. Can you take much from the fact that he was knocked out, knocked out in such a devastating manner in his last fight. Look, people can bounce back from knockout. Some people come back and they're the same fighter, a better fighter. Some people come back and they're a shell of themselves. We don't know how he's going to respond from that. But um, I suppose 
there is going to be some form, even if it be 1% of difference, because the first time you get knocked out, I suppose it does something that you know, you've never experienced before. So are you, are you expecting kind of a different Kid Galahad in that aspect from what, what you've studied? Um, obviously, we, we don't know because he hasn't had an outing yet. You know, it's, it's 10 months, nearly a year. It's a long time. Um, and moving up two weight divisions, only Barry will know this. He'll tell you he's not, but it's human nature. He's going to have demons. You know, it wasn't just a, a loss, a stoppage loss. It, were, it was a, a brutal knockout where even myself, you know, I don't really know Barry. I've got no reason to feel anything for him. But it was one of them knockouts where after a few seconds when you're seeing him get put into a recovery position and they're bringing him on oxygen and he's not moving, it's one of them where you think, I hope, I hope he's going to be all right. You know, as, you know, like boxing, it is a bit like a family and you, you never want to see a, a fighter you know, get seriously hurt and he was showing signs that he, he, he could have been seriously hurt there with with how heavy he went down, banged his head on the floor, you know, like I say, recovery position, oxygen. It is a lot to come back from, um, but on, he's going to carry them demons and he's he's going to have to face them. Um, but in terms of my preparation, I'm not, I'm not banking on it like that. Um, I've prepared as though Barry is the IBF world champion. I'm preparing... For the for for the best we've seen of him, do you think perhaps? And you said that he's kind of been a bit dismissive of your career. And again, I'm asking you this question. It's one of them where the first answer will be we don't know because we're not inside his head. Um, but is there potential from the way that he's speaking that you're kind of sitting there and going, is he overlooking me in a sense? Um, again, I don't know if this is all part of mind games, but. Um, I'm pretty bulletproof, you know. I, I'm a, I'm a no nonsense kind of guy, so anything like that, it's just it's straight off of me. I it don't, it, it don't bother me. It's I give it, I give it no time. So no, it's it's not something that I use to think. Oh, maybe he is this or this that. It's just he, he can say what he wants. I don't really pay too much attention to what my opponents say. Anyway, I I give them the respect in my preparation and towards them, and I prepare. Properly and for a lot, you know, a lot of different um, scenarios that could play out on fight night. So I just pre prepare for the best version of of what is going to be in front of me. I mean, I know this. I think a lot of people know this from kind of seeing you on camera. You are a very no nonsense guy, straight talker. Things kind of are how they are. But you're going into a gloves are off situation. There was, I mean, there would have been an open workout, I presume, if Lee was heading the bill. But we got gloves are off today. Terry will do hers with Hannah. Mm -hmm you're doing yours with um, Barry so when you're sitting opposite each other and you're kind of in a situation where you're forced to say things to, to each other could things get a little bit spicy in there um, not from me um, you know I'm, I'm a Yorkshireman plain speaking I like what I say and I say what I bloody well like <laughs> um, but I don't you know you'd, you can only gauge off what um, you're a, you know who you're having the conversation with um, but I've got no animosity and I'm not going to try and play no games no that. I think we just like animosity so we kind of look for it in oh, any yeah, situation in boxing yeah. yeah and you know I've always said um, you know when I remember first turning pro people are like, oh you've got to you know, create a persona create a character it's not it's not me you know I'm a, I'm a down to earth humble guy and I always said I will always be true to who I am I won't pretend to be somebody I'm not I'm, I'm just going to be me I'm just going to be Max Hughes and uh, people like me for, for who I am not for you know 
been you know acting up acting about or trying to be somebody I'm not um people will either like me or not and you know I don't do things for views for likes I just I'm, I'm just myself um and you know I've, I've gained all right uh following and decent profile and, and I'm happy with that because I'm myself well, a lot of people have jumped on that train that Eddie got yeah. going I'll say that much yeah. um I know obviously in your mind you're not going to look past uh Saturday night in the slightest but it will be something that I suppose would have crossed your mind because it's human nature to think about uh, what you can go on to do. Um, is this the fight that, if you were to win, is the one that... And I know you said Ryan Garcia was interested in fighting you and it might have been the teams from their side that put that yeah, off. Yeah. Um, but is this the one that perhaps makes it click for everyone and then they go, you know what, if he's beat Kid Galahad, yeah. if he's beat him convincingly or even stopped Kid Galahad, yeah, yeah then he's one who we want to bring to the States or we want to come to visit in the UK for a big fight. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right with that. Maybe I'm I'm to to secure these big fights, um, maybe that's that's what I'm requiring. That big name that like I've fought I've you know, as I've stepped up I've boxed a sorry, it's coming to me. Boxed a former uh IBF super featherweight title challenger in Liam Walsh. And I think if it were anyone else other than Javante Davis on that night, Liam Wall should have been IBF world champion. Um, you know, and then and then I've stepped up again by beat by beating an IBF title challenger in John O'Carroll. So now, you know, step up again and beat a former IBF champion in his last fight. So maybe that's that's just the name I'm in on my record that I'm lacking to secure these big fights, like you say to like oh oh yeah he's he's beat. He's beat a world, uh, former world champion now, so that's that's a credible enough name to bring him to the states or for us to to go to him, and that's what I might need. But yeah, um, not I'm not looking past that. You know, got an exciting year. Uh, you know, end of the year coming after this fight. Um, you know, my, my youngest daughter's starting nursery, and we're moving house. We're moving up in the world. We're moving house. So I've got good things going on in my life that you know, not it's it's not all centered around boxing, but. Um, in terms of my career, yeah, sole focus on Barry and uh, getting the job done on Saturday. Cinderella moving into a new castle. Maxi Topman, yeah. uh, thanks for giving me some of your time. We'll enjoy seeing what this face-off brings, I guess, um, yeah. on YouTube later. And uh, yeah, Topman, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.